if you're saying, Glenn, what's the one thing people need for next year? That to me, because all the groups that have a marketing person in place mm -hmm. that is talented and trained and accountable and given, look at where they are. Welcome to the Matador Podcast. Tune in for everything you need to know to stay in the know regarding the automotive industry. Here's your host, Jason Harris. Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me another episode of Strategy with Jason. We're here in lovely Las Vegas at the Digital Dealer Conference with the one, the only, the oh-so-famous Mr. Glenn Pash. <laughs> I don't know about famous, but... Infamous. <laughs> uh, it's one of those words. I'm not sure which one it is, but... Glenn, thanks for taking the time to come jam sure. with me. Sure, sure, sure. Hey, you know what? I, there's a lot of buzz here. Like, there's I more energy so. here than I was anticipating. Well, I think it's... it's I think Vegas is always a great draw for people. Yeah. You know, Digital Dealer, their Las Vegas event always has it because I think people like coming to Vegas. Yes. And I think it's... Do you like coming to Vegas? I, I, you know, I've been here so much, but my son, uh, I'm actually going to bring him out. We're going to go to uh, Arizona to look at colleges. And he said, hey, Dad, That's aren't you fun. going to Vegas? Can we go to Vegas? I've never been to Vegas, so I might bring him out here and... In, enjoy it but i uh, know but this conference has a lot of buzz to it it does i think there's good energy it's good energy i think everybody's excited as always to see each other again and yes. get out i think i think that dealers and the industry are starting to feel a little bit of change where people are starting to get back mm -hmm. into like like the ground is a little more solid underneath our feet i don't know if it's solid <laughs> i think it's more that they're realizing that what's coming down whatever that is next year um they have to get back to the basics of marketing where before they could cut back on some marketing because i have the inventory if i have this sure. they're going to sell it so i can pull some money back where i think some of our dealers are or what some people would say more aggressive dealers never they yes. double down on marketing and said you take your stuff off the table i'm going to be the one that's going to mentally take up market share maybe i'm not selling but in my uh in my pma i'm going to take up mental market share yes so people mental are going to like think that. about me when they think about cars not you and then when we have inventory coming out so i think people are starting to and they're also just realizing that it's never going to get back to whatever it was it's going to get back to some Variation, supply, yes, some something, but it's yes. Still, they need inventory, so they have to now go out and get inventory direct to consumer. Yes. Well, it's they all about to, optimizing now. Yes, it, it is. Everything has to be optimized, mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm seeing marketing dollars starting to pick back up again. I'm sure yes. you probably are yep. as well. Um, but what I what I'm happy about is it's not the same marketing dollars as it was before. And the questions are being asked more of like, how do I get more out of this? Yes. Right. If I'm going to do this, how do I get more out of this? And we were kind of talking a little bit before we hit the record button. You know, just well, one of the key things to get more out of your marketing dollars is having the right personnel yes. at the dealership to do so. And we were chatting a little bit about the the marketing manager role. And you know, it's funny because we, you know, I remember 2010 to 2015. It was like there was like 16 different variations of this title. Yes. They either had the word internet in it or marketing in it, or some variation of right. it. Uh, but there were wildly different variations mm -hmm. of experience. And we were talking to anybody that was a lot boy who became the internet 
product manager because he had to take pictures, mm -hmm. who then turned into the, and then, then you had some people that were fresh out of university who actually had marketing degrees. Like, it was just a wild gap, wild, right. wild gap uh, between what a real marketing manager is. And I don't think we ever really totally define what a real marketing manager is. And I think that's, that is probably one of the biggest things that we can do now, don't you agree? Yeah, I, I just spoke at a 20 group and that was one of the uh, questions that they asked me was, what should a marketing manager be? And mm -hmm. so I chose a gentleman who had asked the question and I said, it's not about what I want. I said, let's document what you want this person to do. And he mm -hmm. started saying, well, the person I have, and I said, forget that. Just <laughs> put that to the side for a moment. What do you want this person to do for you? Yeah. And he goes, well, I want them to understand the analytics and the data. I said, okay, so we wrote that down. I want them to communicate the data to me. Yes. Great. I want them to um, vendor accountability. And so I said, okay, mm -hmm. but are they also in charge of, you know, sort of vetting all the vendors? And he goes, well, I'll ultimately do it, but I want them to be part of that. I said, okay, so we have vendor accountability. What sure. else? Well, they need to do some creative. I said, okay, well, let's, what does that mean? <laughs> they need to have a graphic design background. Well, I said, is it that they're gonna post some things on Facebook or they're gonna collaborate with your vendors who are actually building some creative mm -hmm. understanding to keep it all aligned or are they actually creating video? And he said, no, I want them more to make sure that that it I said, okay, so we have that. And then he said, I said, well, how many stores? He goes, well, I have three locations and 13 brands. And so I said, well, wait a minute. So that's 13 websites. He goes, yeah, he's also responsible to make sure all those websites like there's pictures. He goes to coordinate with the vendor who takes pictures. I said, okay. I said, okay, that's what you want that person to do. Yeah, but he doesn't get to X, Y, Z. So I asked him, I said, one to five, how would you rate these? A couple things like analytics, he's not there yet. Well, what else does he do? And he goes, well, he's also in charge of the BDC. <laughs> and I said, but this is Sorry, a full-time job. <laughs> yes. But out of this 20 group, when I challenged them, I said, how many of you are do the marketing and are sort of overseeing the BDC yep. or the old IT? Uh, somebody's in, email goes down and they all laughed. And I said, but here we are in 2022, yes. whether you're a single point store, but some of these were, like you said, 13 URLs. That's a full-time job if you want them to do all these things. Yes. And then top it off, Glenn, I need all of that for about $45,000 a year. Well, whatever the price point <laughs> is. Sorry. No, but whatever the price point is, is it is what it is in your market. But it, to your point is, you have to delineate that for your store. Yes. And then you have to say, I'm going to hire somebody, I'm going to invest in their training, mm -hmm. I'm gonna send them to conferences like this, I'm gonna send them to training because that's valuable. The problem is, a lot of times, is the leaders of the store never had to really deal with that yeah. digital, right? That snuck in behind them. They were commercials and everything. Digital snuck in, they don't really know how to hold them accountable or what they should be doing, right? Yep. So that's a disconnect. Well, because now there's measurables. See, but before, they don't know I, what the measurables are, well, so they don't the know kicker. how it is. So I get brought in sometimes to say, could you mentor and train that person and then share with me how to hold them accountable? And I'm like, I'll help you do that. That's what we need so that then you can be efficient. Yes. And then you can come up with a strategy then you can you leverage all of your vendors to get your message out 
correctly. Mm -hmm. But that still is a problem. And I know some single point stores are going to say, yeah, but I can't afford that. I'm like, but you can't not afford it because you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, I I was working with a dealer group just recently. I was sat down in a meeting just kind of looking at what 2023 is going to look like. All right. 1.2 million Mm -hmm. is their calculated advertising expense. Now, there was some stuff in there I probably wouldn't have considered advertising. Was there was a few vendors right. that I probably would have pulled out, but still, it was one point. And, and I'm like, who's going to manage this 1.2 million? Well, Jackson's going to. Okay, cool. What's Jackson's credentials? Well, he's so and so's nephew. So uh, and he's got a TikTok account. I so. understand. And again, <laughs> we can we can go down to those things, but it happens, and it does. It's, it it, does. we laugh at it. But it is that to me, if somebody says, what's the most important thing for 2023 is get that person, help them learn how to be accountable because it is a million dollars, right? Even if you're, or or half a million dollars. So to spend that money to invest in that person, whatever, again, whatever the cost is. 100%. To be able to maximize that. Plus all the other things they could do, because we forget all the branding in the store. Yes. We forget all the community involvement. We forget all of that other stuff that they could be doing if you gave them the time to do that. That, to me, if, if, if you're saying, Glenn, what's the one thing people need for next year? That, to me, because all the groups that have a marketing person in place mm-hmm. that is talented and trained and accountable and given, look at where they are. They're the ones that are buying up the stores. They're the ones with successful profits because they put somebody in place with the same focus and talent as they did the general manager who's doing handling all the arrests of what's going on in the dealership. Well, I, look, I th- there's definitely a, a lot of dealerships out there that are watching or listening right now, and they're shaking their heads. They do agree with us. You're right. I do need, mm-hmm. you know, that is a substantial investment if it's, if it's a few hundred thousand dollars or if it's a few million dollars, that is a, a substantial sure. investment to, to that individual. And to put that person in charge, yes. right? And what does their training look like? What does their development mm-hmm. look like? Um, but then also, what does that person just look like in general? I think this is where they kind of get lost, right? They're like, I know how to hire salespeople, but what does a marketing person But then that's look where like? you reach out to your 20 groups. All right. And you say, give me a job description for what your marketing man, or just have a conversation with other dealers. Do you have a marketing manager? What do you do? What do they do day in and day out? How do you talk with them? Come to a conference, raise hands, call me, I'll help you, call you. You could tell them, but but it, it's, well, it let, just can't be you, acceptable anymore to mm-hmm. go, I don't know, so I'm not going to. Yes. Because you would do it with every other aspect of your dealership. You would go to a 20 group and say, my fixed stops I have problems with. This I have problems with. Inventory I have problems with. Yes. So I mean, look, why not address the same thing with more Especially with the costs that are associated sure. there. It is practically another department in itself, right? Mm-hmm. If, if, if you were a dealer, you know, and um, you were looking to hire you know, a marketing manager, what are maybe two or three talents that you would be looking for in that individual? Organization, okay, I great like that. communication, creativity. Now, okay. creativity to me doesn't mean I, I am <laughs> creative conceptually. I'm not creative graphically. I can f- get something up that looks passable, mm-hmm. but then I give it to my team and they make it look beautiful. <laughs> I think you have to get somebody who understands what strategy means yes. and tactics. You need to have somebody who's organized who and 
can lead a team because it's not internally it's a team. It's how do I get all of my vendors working together? So yeah, and, and which part of it? Because I, I was kind of breaking down into three categories: it's strategy, creative, and execution. And mm -hmm. you know, um, I, I I I don't think I've ever found one person that can do all three very effectively. But that's where we have to lean on our vendor partners to say, sure. okay, I do this portion of it. I which do portion strategy. Yes, you do creative. Yeah, or you do uh, execution, yeah. and then I'm going to do reporting. And but it's understanding that. Where then you say, okay, underneath strategy, we have three buckets. We have evergreen, we have seasonal, and we have targeted. Okay. But once you get that, and then you need to train that person, send them out for training, get them training. And I think those keys are organization and, and, and that collaboration. That's going to win. Yes. Because you could hire somebody who is, oh, I know marketing. I ran marketing, marketing. They also have to be flexible to learn automotive because automotive's <laughs> it's uh, a bit, it's different because you have manufacturer uh, compliance issues, you have demands, you have certain vendors, you have this, that, and the other things, people's emotions, yes. change, speed, all of that. But I think it's really organization, collaboration, communication. They, like those to me, if I can get those and then mm -hmm. they are willing to learn, then, but then it's investing like you would send somebody to NADA school, you'd send somebody to leadership yes. training, you'd send somebody to go learn about inventory, well, send your marketing manager to a marketing class. Of course, absolutely, 100%. Um, now, okay, let's say, I'm, I'm feeling this, I'm digging this, right? All right, I found my person, I'm sending them to the classes, I am checking off those boxes. Now, I'm making my plans for 2023. Yes. I still don't know what I'm going to market. I'd love to kind of get your thoughts of, what what is the message? Well, that I think kind of I still think I go back to the three buckets. Yep. I think there's always evergreen. You yep. better be advertising who you are and why you're doing business with me. That's that's foundational always. strategy that, that needs to exist changes, all the time. Never take your money away from it. Yep. Always have to have that. But I have to be clear about that, right? It isn't. Hey, I've been in business for a hundred years. That may not resonate. <laughs> a part of that is here's our here's how our processes are. Here's what happens when you interact with us. But that message is then you go into seasonal. Yes. And so for that, I would say right now, say to yourself, okay, next year, based on your location, what are the mile posts of holidays or seasons, right? Mm -hmm. So up north, Labor Day might be a great big event. Somewhere else, no. Fourth of July, big weekend somewhere there for sales. Some other places, we could shut down and wouldn't be. Yeah, because the whole city disappeared. Whatever, whatever it right? is. Yep. But if I said these seasonally, we have this, or we have colleges around, so graduation mm, or end yes. of year. Some of it's our manufacturer. This manufacturer does a big push at the end of the year. This one doesn't. So you say, now there I have five or six seasonal targets. So now I can start scheduling when I need to prepare assets, things that I'm going to do, get things printed up or what I'm going to do. So then I know I launch. And yes. then the next one is the targeted campaigns where every quarter going to your general manager and saying, what are the vehicles we want to focus on? The push. The push. Then you yep. go to service and say, what's our push? Yep. But the key is it all has to be targeted, right? So the days in my mind of using an email blast that has 15 specials in it is dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's hyper-targeted, right? I'd rather send out six emails in service every month. Mm -hmm. You get tires because you need tires. You get oil change because you need oil change. You're ready for the 25,000 mile 
you or lease whatever it is. Yes. Then I look at it and go, oh, that makes sense. Then your open rate goes up. Then your engagement goes up because it's for you. Same thing with mm -hmm. a vehicle. Hey, we got some new inventory. Well, let's go back and send an email out to all the people who came in, reached out to us about a new vehicle who didn't buy something. And say, hey, my general manager wanted to let you know we just got some new inventory in. Here's a link. Boom. Tag it. You can see who's it's clicks perfect. on it. Now my salespeople call up and not say, hey, I see you want to buy a car. It's, hey, I just want to make sure that uh, you got the message from Jason, our general yes. manager, about our new inventory. I want to make sure you got it. Oh, yeah, I did. Did you have any questions? Well, I was looking up. Blah, 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 blah. That, to me, is what you should be doing and well, could be doing. But then that's your strategy. Then it's your execution. But it's, I'm always sending emails out. Yes. I'm always sending things out. What, 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 what is that communication right strategy? To the right, right people. So what, what is the cadence? How, what, how, okay, I got actually, this is a good question. I don't think I've ever asked you this. Um, how, as far as frequency, mm -hmm. <laughs> there's some, there some dealerships out there that will send email blast out everybody week to their entire database. Well, that's um, like we're talking about hyper uh, hyper focus or hype, you know, really focusing on a specific group. But I'm just curious from you, what's your perspective on frequency? It depends on what I'm doing, meaning that okay. I think there should be frequency all the time, very high frequency on your brand. I yes. think people should yes. know you. And we talked about that. that, that. That's the foundational strategy that exists should all the time. Be there. Always there. Yes. Hey, this is where I, you know, I was just talking to someone else and think about it this way is that when people pull back marketing, mm -hmm. some of our clients and some of the more aggressive dealers said, hey, I'm gonna get out there. Now people would say, but I don't have any cars to sell. So how am I gonna take market share? And what I said was, what I'm taking is mental market share. 100%. So I'm in your head. Mm -hmm. You may not be ready to buy, but now when you think about it, because the only thing you hear is my dealership all the time. Here's why you should do business with us. Here's what we're going to do. Here's why you should do business. Here's what we're going to do. Blah, 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 blah. And all these other people are gone. Well, that's playing the long game. Of course Which it is. Which I think more and more dealerships are getting comfortable playing the but long game. But that's where if you stay in that branding lane. Yes. Then in terms of targeting, I listen, I do it for our conference. Yeah. Right? I'll send an email out. If you open it, you get the, if you open it and click. So those are the three things. I send you an email, you open it, you click the link. If you click the link, this is what happens. It's all the if this, then this. Yes. If you open it, but don't click the link, you get this at a certain cadence down the road. If you didn't open it, you may get a version of that email a week later. Because mm -hmm. what I'm doing is testing a different subject line. Maybe the body of the script's a little, but it's that same concept, because I want to see if I can get more opens to get you down into the click, then somebody's going to reach out to you. Yes. So the frequency's not the issue, the problem is, is that the frequency was with a poorly designed message. Yep. So you sending me something that I don't need, one time's annoying. You <laughs> send me something I need as a reminder, that's okay. If it's once a week, thoughtfully about, hey, dude, tires. Well, hey, if, you if, opened if it. I, hey, I you didn't buy it. Yes. Right. But the days of you going, hey, I'm sending you this. You, I know you it's, bought a car six months ago, but here's a tire ad because maybe you have another tire, uh, car that needs tires or a friend. Those days are done. Yes. We don't share that. We assume you're going to market to them. It's only about me. Yep. So if you're sending me a tire, I hate you. Well, the, the more that marketing is about me, mm -hmm. the more I feel 
connected to it. Well, look at all when you scroll through your feeds. 100%. If you see an ad that's relevant to you, even if it's yeah. not, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. But if all of a sudden you're getting ads that are going, how the hell am I getting these ads? This yes. is bothering me. And so same thing. Why is this coming in my email box? That's why we have spam filters. That's why it's gone. So if it's thoughtful, I'll open it. I'll read it. I may not react. Yes. So I don't care. But if you're sending me something for a car that I turned in three years ago, if you're sending me something about, hey, I think it's time for service and I was in there last week, I'm going, dude, you, you don't have that's it together. Just not enough. So that's where I think. So I don't think it's a question of frequency because we don't mind it if it's relevant. Yes, relevant frequency. It's just a relevant ad. I'll look is. at it all the time. I may not click on it, but I don't mind seeing it. Well, and, and then that, when and I'm ready, then I'm looking message. for it. Where is that damn yeah. thing? I need that. <laughs> so I think that, to me, for next year is the marketing manager in place and then really lay out your strategy of those those boxes because yes. branding will be fine. All through the map year. Map your yep. seasonal and then map your target Put and your just say, yep. what two cars am I going to, what for variable side, new and used. What's the one I'm going to push out for new? What's the one I'm pushing out for use? For service, two. What's the one thing you want to push? Another thing. Then push it out and then see the results. And if they clicked on it and went to inventory, give it to your salespeople to call and just touch base. Give it to your service BDC just to see if they... And then next month, you do the same thing. Rinse and repeat. And look, we have the data. There's no excuses anymore at this point. But I have like a, we have I all the see, information there. I see Troy Spring, one of our good friends who yes. uh, owns Dealer World. <laughs> he and I used to say it, and I steal his, his uh, uh, idea or the way he phrased this. Uh, so I always give him credit, was he said, you know, we've spent millions of dollars on this asset called our database. Yes. And we treat it poorly. Millions. So I take He'd it a step it. further and I say, if this was, you bought a $600,000 house, a million dollar house, <laughs> and you didn't cut the lawn, and you didn't keep up the paint, and the yard looked horrible, people are going to go, oh, or why your resale values in the toilet. I like that. that. You know, that's an amazing way to look at it. It is truly an investment. It's an investment. Very costly investment. So why not nurture it? So 100%. we have a tendency to just keep wanting to add more in. So our, our, and the one thing I would say, one last thing maybe would be, look at your marketing mix between not new and used in service, mm -hmm. acquisition and retention. Oh, yes. Right. Too, bad, too many times it's skewed 80-20 acquisition to retention. I think it I needs think to it be a 50-50. 50-50, 60-40. Yep. I'd even lean 60-40 retention you? to acquisition At, because right now, they're already yeah. here. Yeah. So why wouldn't I want to keep those people in service? Why wouldn't I want to keep people with thoughtful messages to not think about going anywhere else when they're next ready for a new car or, or a used car or, or, whatever, or whatever, it, yeah. whatever it is? I want to become that person just like your dentist or your doctor, that you never change. So when I need something about a vehicle, I call Jason because Jason's my guy. That's it. Just don't think about it. Don't think it about is. it. It's in my, just like dentist time, doctor time. It should be, I, my phone blows up. It's time for service. Yep. Got to go do it. Oh, yes. Hey, your lease is up. Got to think about, oh yeah, I got to do that. And let me call Jason. What's going on? Like that to me, if you focus more on acquisition than retention, mm, you're going to hurt yourself. I think retention of your people, give them a reason to come back, stay with you. Because mm -hmm. like I said, there he is, Troy Spring. He's the one who said, your database your database is an asset. I use that all, I told you. See, he's quoting you, Troy. I, to, I tell him all the time. But that that's the key. So again, though, if, if you take anything from this, it's that marketing manager, mm -hmm. it's getting those three buckets of 
of, of spending up and then acquisition and retention, get that mix, and then always use Vistadas for your data. Yeah, there, Dan. <laughs> that was like the best plugin ever. Well, you know what? Thank you so much for taking the My time pleasure. to jam with me, Glenn. Hey, for everybody out there that's watching and listening right now, I would love to connect with you and maybe learn more about PCG. Sure. What's the best way to do so? Uh, I am all over social media as Glenn Pash, two N's, P-A-S-C-H on LinkedIn. LinkedIn's the best place to connect with me. Uh, I hang out on Twitter a lot. Facebook, don't do Messenger, I don't check that up. So LinkedIn is the best. And then PCGdigital.com, that's our full service agency. Go learn about that. If you have any questions, let me know. Awesome. Hey, thank you for taking the time. My to pleasure, brother, as always. Thanks.